2 Timothy chapter 1, are you settled? Let me ask you this question, and you think about it. What would it take you to stir you up in the Spirit of God? What would it take? So uh, what, what would it take you to stir you up, to get you moving for God? Uh, and uh, you'd be amazed at what some people will say. And the question was put to me, and I, I had to ask myself, what would it take? But uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 4. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that it in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that, you, that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting of the hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Be thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his presence, but be thou partakers of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God, who have saved us and called us with holy callings, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to touch our hearts. Help us to be what we need to be, Lord, and just move in our lives that we just thank you for what you're doing and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Paul said, Timothy, don't forget those things that I have done for you. He said, remember that thou stir up the gifts of God, which is in thee by putting on the hands. He said, don't forget what has been done in you. You see, sometimes in the house of God we forget that there's th things has been done in us. We're so good to remember what has been done to us. Amen. We tell everybody in the world uh, that what has been done to us. We tell the world that the enemy, enemy has done uh, to us in our life and uh, against us. Let's just be honest tonight. There are a lot of people in here that have had a lot of things done to them tonight. There are some things that are going on right now in your life that the enemy is doing to you right now. There are some people in here that you can't find joy at all. You can't find any peace at all. You can't find anything because you're focused on what has been done to you. Amen. You're mad at somebody across the pew. You're mad at somebody down in another church because of what they've done to you. But Paul said, hey, Timothy, there's going to be a lot of stuff done to you in this world. There are going to be a lot of people come at you and do things to you. But Timothy, don't ever you forget what has been done in you. When you remember what has been done in you, you will remember the greater is he that's in the world than he that's in you. Amen. Amen. Greater than he that's in you than he that's in the world. Amen. 
When you're standing there in the midst of the storms and the storms coming at you to harm you, I'll just have to say this and stand there and say stop the storm because the one inside of me can walk on water, calm the seas, and he's able to do whatever I need to be done in my life. When sickness comes my way, when I don't know what to do, I just remember what has been done in me. I'm glad there's a God in me that is greater than anything that I'll ever face in this world. He's greater than any problem that I may have. He's greater than any hurt. He's greater than any situation. But I'm glad the same power that Jesus raised Jesus out of the tomb, that same power is inside of us tonight. I may not be much on the outside, but there's something on the inside that's got power. Amen. It's got power to go forward. And when I'm glad everything else falls and all hell comes against me, there's a power on the inside when I don't know what to do or what to say or where to go, there's a power inside of me that directs my life. I'm sure thankful that there's been what's been done on in me tonight. I don't have a lot to offer. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not the most popular or the most smartest person, but I'm saved. I've been blood bought, <laughs> born again. And I'm glad for what has been done in me. What has been done in me. Paul said, Timothy, let me remind you what has been done in you. He said, when you're laying our hands on you, it's going, to be, it's going to stir something up inside of you and remind you what's been done on the inside. I don't know if anybody has ever been on a diet. I used to try to drink some of those healthy shakes. You had to mix it in water. Taste like chalk. <laughs> you just didn't really want to drink it. I think that's the healthy part of it. You mix it and you sit there and look at it because, hey, I ain't drinking that, so I'm going to lose weight because I ain't doing anything. But you mix it up and shake it up, and then you set it down and just look at it for a while. You ever notice that some of that stuff you put in water starts settling down to the bottom? And you get to looking at it and say, man, I don't know if I want to drink that or not. But if you grab that thing and just shake it real hard, shake it real good, and all of a sudden it mixes back up again, it looks just like you put it in there to begin with. That, that, that's what we need in our life tonight. We, we have gotten settled and we need something to shake us up to remind us what has been done on the inside of us instead of worrying about what's been done on the outside, looking over all these things that come against us. My Granny Woods used to love wrestling. George Becker and Johnny Weaver was her favorite two wrestlers. She would sit in front of the back room back there. She had that little old square TV. She would sit in that straight back chair. 
and she was set right in front of it, and she had a time watching that. Teresa and I went over one Saturday afternoon at 6 o'clock because I knew what was supposed to be on TV, and I knew exactly where my grandmother was going to be at. She's going to be sitting in front of that TV watching the wrestling. So I put another straight back chair right beside Granny. I said, Teresa, sit here. Oh, okay. We just stood back because Granny got excited. Rasslin' come on, she start a little bit like, <laughs> when they get really good, she'll, and, you sit, and she want to throw you. She's beating Teresa up and all that. Hey, 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 hey. We knew what was going to happen. What it was, the wrestling stirred my grandmother up inside, and, and next thing you know, she's trying to get a hold of Teresa and stir up. That, that's what we need. We need somebody sitting beside of us to get a little happy, get a little stirred up, that it might start rubbing off on somebody. It just might start hitting somebody, and you get excited about it. They might catch the fever too. Amen. Amen. So what is it going to take to stir you up? We've gotten settled. We need a little bit of stirring up. Need to be shaken up to remember what's been done inside of us. I, I can't get a, can't get over being saved. I can't get over going to heaven. I, I can't get over being the child of the Most High King. I don't have much. Why would He even think about me? I don't have much here, but over there I got a lot to look forward to. Because what's been done in me. Sometimes you got to reach down and remember what has been done on the inside. But may I say we're all good on remembering what's been done on the outside. How many of you ever said this or heard this? about a person or a job. I will never forget what they've done to me. I will never forget what they did to me. You can remember exactly where you were. You can remember exactly what you were doing when somebody said that and hurt you. You can remember everything about that. Everything that was said about you, everything that was done to you, it's all clear in your mind. But when we get to the house of God, we're more worried about what's done on the outside than what has been done on the inside of us. We even walk out of the house of God worrying about stuff that has been done to us years ago. That's all we focus on, what has been done to us. Oh, God, help us to walk out of here tonight with our heads held high, not worrying about what's been done to us, but what's been done on the inside of us. Don't ever let it get over what's been done on the inside of you. Don't ever let 
what's been done on the outside rule your life because inside there's a power greater than all the things that's ever been done to you on the outside. Amen. If we get so settled in our Christian walk and our Christian life, we can have some problems. And I know there are some things that you want to settle. I want the foundation of my house to be settled. Amen. I just, I just want that. I don't know if y'all want that or not, but I do because I don't like walking sideways. I want it to be settled. But there's some things you just don't want to be settled. Because if it settles, you lose some things. Just like something settles in water. And if it settles at the bottom, at the top of the water, you've lost all the nutrients that you need at the bottom. Something has to stir it back up. If we get so settled, let me give you three quick things, and then you're going to answer your question tonight that I asked you. If we get settled, there's some things that we can lose that we do not need to lose. Amen. First of all, Paul said, Timothy, there's going to be some stuff done to you. But don't ever forget what's been done on inside of you. Whatever has been done in the ministry. And I know in the heart in ministry it is hard. It is hard to forget. The enemy comes and attacks you. All the things that's going on has been done. It comes after you. But I rejoice in the fact that one day all that's what's been done on the outside. I will not remember it anymore. I'll thank God for what's been done on the inside that brought me through and got me through to the other side. Amen? So if you've been settled, if you get settled in your life, in your Christian life, you can lose the power of God in your life. You can lose the power of God. And you say, wait a minute, I'm a Christian. Yeah, but if you get too settled... You're not going to feel that power of God anymore. You remember when you first got saved? You was rejoicing. You was happy. You glowed and all stuff. But you know what? If you've been saved for years and years and years, that glow gets dim. Your face is starting to show your age. You're getting wore out. The devil's been beating you down. Flesh has been beating you down. The world's been beating you down. But when you first got saved, uh, you had the power of God. It didn't matter. You see, you could took on hell with a bottle, uh, a, a water bottle, and come out victory. Amen. Amen. But now you don't want to face anybody because we've gotten settled in our walk with God. And we're losing that power and the authority of God has given us. Paul said you have the power that was inside of you. We're losing the power. The church is losing the power. Christians are losing power. Because we've gotten so settled. But he said, I want to stir you up to your remembrance. So what would it take to stir you up? To remember the power of God in your life. 
What would it take? Now, I want you to answer that in a minute. What would it take you to stir you up, shake you up, to remember what God has done on the inside of you so that you don't focus on the things that's been done on the outside? Amen? So the first thing that you get lose if you get settled is the power of God. The second thing that you can lose if you get settled is prayers not being answered. Prayers not being answered. Why, why is prayers don't why, why do you lose prayers? Because you no longer have the power of God in you, because you settled. And your prayers really are just going through the motions. I, I remember when I start praying and I got serious with prayer and I fall down on the couch and I, I'd pray for hours just asking God, touch this, do this, and ask God. And, and, and we've seen answered prayers here. We've seen that. And, and that means that we're still in the power of God. Don't get fooled. Every one of us can get settled in our walk and we lose that power of God that when we're praying and the prayers just don't seem to be answered. Now, now I, I, I venture to say that some of us can stand and say, yeah, I prayed some prayers and they have not been answered. I prayed some prayers and they're not being answered. I've been praying, I've been praying, I've been praying. It, it just seems like my prayers are not getting answered. Maybe it's because you no longer have the power of God in your life to get the prayer, prayer answered. Amen? So you can lose the answers, prayers in your life if you're not careful. Because you don't have the power of God in your life anymore. The third thing that you could lose, and I don't ever want to lose, but you can when you get settled, and that's the presence of God in your life. I find that if we get settled, we lose the presence of God in our life. You, don't know, you no longer have the power of God, and you no longer have answered prayers in your life, and you don't have the presence of God in your life. And if a church gets to that point where the church has not the presence of God in their life, or in the church, we got problems. We got problems. We need the presence of God. We cannot function without the presence of God. It, it, it's, it, without God, we cannot do anything. Without the power of God, we cannot do anything. Without the answered prayers from God, we cannot do anything. And if we don't have the presence of God in our life, we are worthless. Worthless. And I don't want to be a part of a church that does not have the presence of God. You say, well, at least somebody, someone, one person, maybe have the presence of God in their life here tonight. It takes more than one. It takes a church. It takes a whole church. And can I say this? It don't take much to get the presence of God out of the church and out of your life. It, you say, well, I'm, I'm saved, I'm born again, I'm washed by the blood, yeah. But you let unforgiveness, you let sin, you, you let all these things start creeping into your life, then the presence of God is no longer there, and you become empty. You get empty. And you become a shell of a Christian that you need to be. I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I want the power of God in my life. In, in fact, let me go say this. 
I need the power of God in my life. I need to know that when I pray, God hears me. God hears me. Because I pray for some things that some of y'all don't even know about. I pray for some things that I need God's attention on. But I don't ever want to be without the presence of God in my life. I need the presence of God. I don't know about you. I mean, maybe y'all better than I am. Maybe y'all can get through life without the power of God, without the answer prayers or the presence of God. Maybe you can't. Good for you. I can't. I can't. I, I'm not that good yet. If I get that good, I'll get with y'all, but that's where I'm at. And, and I believe if we can just get stirred up, I believe if we can just get stirred up again about what's been done on the inside of us, we can get all that back into our lives, we can get all that back into our church, and we become what God wants us to be. What is it going to take to stir you? What is it going to take to stir you? Now, that's, that's a legitimate question, I feel. <laughs> what will it take to stir you? What's it going to take? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Is it going to take a death? It's going to take a busted marriage? Split in friendship? Split in church? What's it going to take to stir you? What's it going to take you to get you to moving in the Spirit of God? What's it going to take? Yes, it's like that Holy Spirit. Yes. Wow. Anybody got an answer? Anybody got an answer? What's it going to take to stir you up? Is it going to take a thundering voice from the heavens calling out, Hey! Or is that still small voice that you still can hear in your hearing in your heart and you hear it God saying, This is what I desire of you. Move this way, go that way. What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? 